Welcome to Open Mind Industries Podcast, The Mind Unleashed. Sit back, relax, and unleash your mind. Hey guys, welcome to The Mind Unleashed, episode 100. Holy fuck, we finally did it. Uh, it's been a minute. Um, so I recorded one yesterday, and that was episode 100. It sounded like shit. So I readjusted the microphones on me. I haven't recorded in over, over like, I think a month, month and a half, two months, something like that. I don't even know when the last one I put out is. Uh, I know that was online dating part one. There will be an online dating part two. Uh, but yeah, man, holy fuck, did it. Uh, it's been a wild, wild, wild ride. And um, it's good to be back doing this, man. I really missed, uh, really missed doing the podcast, speaking my mind, and... Uh, Suddenly a lot's going on on media, and then, you know, I'll address some of that, even though I don't, you know, go into politics, but it's a big deal. It's a big deal for uh, women's rights and, and just fucking everybody's rights in general with the, uh, gay rights, all that good shit, and I just want to give my uh, two thoughts and, and, and uh, love and compassion to everything that's been going on um, with all that shit, and, you know... Uh, it's it's fucked up. It really is. It's a fucked up thing. That, you know what they're what they're saying they want to do and all that shit. And the other day, man, everybody needs to fucking just take a deep breath and breathe. You know, um, I can't imagine what my mom would have done. You know, if uh, you know if they forced her to abort me. You know, because for those who don't know and shit like that, I was born one pound two ounces premature baby, which happens quite a bit. Um, you know, and, and cerebral palsy is what I have, and hearing many parents who have spoken to many things, uh, this could happen or that could happen, you know, it's not fucking right, um, and then, you know, one thing I really do, do need to kind of shove out too is I, I know all my gal pals and ladies, you know, I know you're speaking out of hurt, I know you're thinking of hurt, hey guys, you know, men need to start taking this and that and that and this, and then, you know, get it out of, get it out off your head. If that what helps you clear your brain, go right ahead. You know, just know you have a lot of backers behind you, you know, and this was brought up by people who no longer want to deal with the situation. So it went from the Supreme Court saying, hey, we want nothing to fucking do with this. Let's make it a state thing. And you got to realize it's, it's, it's a big fucking thing. And a lot of, a lot of people, people are in your corner because the minute they're attacking one thing they're attacking another thing. If it's not gun rights, it's it's whatever. Um, and, you know, Samuel Jackson said it best in the fucking Avengers thing, you know, uh, we made a decision. I know you made a decision, but given it's a dumbass decision, I, I choose to ignore it. And what that means is I'm not, I'm, we're not obeying your fucking stupid rules, you know. And laws are meant to be broken. So, uh, you know... I know so many people who've had to have abortions for medical reasons or what have you, and, and I'm not saying it's wrong, I'm not saying whatever it is, I'm, I'm pro-choice, you do what you gotta do in, in the situation, and like I said, I can't imagine my mother being told, hey, you know, um, he's not moving or breathing, so we're gonna abort him, and luckily one of my, or sadly, I won't say luckily, but luckily I have a story, uh, you know, to hit this is... Uh, you know, one of my performer friends, 
when she it was like 2015, she was saying that they had a stillborn and the doctor had to put down, you know, no heartbeat and all that stuff like that. And the doctor had to sign a paperwork saying we had to abort it and take it out of her to, to healthfully. Because if a dead fetus, sadly, uh, it will poison the body and yada, yada, yada. And it poisons the bloodstream and how Stephen kind of brushed it up like that. But they hear the stupidity of some things and, and you know, it, it just makes me kind of just, mm, you know. But again, this is this is brought up by people who who no longer want to deal with the situation. So I have faith for the f the future, and the reason why I have faith, many people are like, "What the fuck? Why do you have faith?" It's because there's a lot of doctors and a lot of uh, things that have come up and said, "You know what? We're not going to follow these rules and regulations." A lot of states are saying we're not following these rules and regulations. Go fuck yourself. So. You know, we're not going to fucking, we're not going to fucking report it to you. We're not going to fucking do this. We're not going to do that. California just announced they're not going to report um, abortions and they're going to keep it legal. Uh, so many other states are following suit, you know, and we're not going to do this. And like I kept telling people, this was just a Supreme Court decision that means jackedly fucking shit in my mind because the states now have to make up the rights. Texas, yes, but it is what it is. I may offend some of you. By all means, feel free to delete. Feel free to take me off your off your podcast list. I don't I don't really care, but I'm here to speak my mind about it. And then you know, and and people in the like I said, people need to take a deep breath in, out, in, out. You know, and a lot of girls were like, "You need to get a vasectomy." That's like can, but also that comes down to uh, male stupidity. You know. A real, in my opinion, what a real man is, myself included, someone who takes, you know, uh, takes, you know, handles his consequences. He doesn't fucking go just fucking anything. He has protective sex. You know. Yes, you can get a vasectomy, but why? Why do you want a vasectomy? I have friends that have them, but not for the reasons you think. They have, they had them because they fuck too much, and one of my friends has six kids in a fucking row with the same woman, and that they're never six, they're both like, you're getting a vasectomy. My other friend has fucking seven, you know. It was like, whew, how many kids do you have? He doesn't have one. But, you know, I, I have many that have them because of reasons. And, and it's not because they didn't want them. It's that they have too many. Um, so, you know, many women are like, oh, which man would get a vasectomy? I'm like, men can also practice safe sex. And you do not have to take birth control. You are a fucking human. You do not need to follow these rules and regulations. Uh, that's my, my, people break laws all the fucking time, uh, you know, so, rules are meant to be broken, you know, so, it's my opinion on all that, you know, I'm here for, you know, I can't imagine, everybody's like, oh, this means this, and this means that, like, no, uh, like I just said, there's faith in, 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 in what's coming up, because there are doctors and people saying, fuck you to the law. And they're refusing to, you're refusing to abet. So, like I keep telling people, it's we the people, not fucking, not the other way around. We the people. So, people need to stop for a moment, take a quick deep breath in, and remember who the fuck the people are. It's you. That's what scares many governments. You know, we the people. You know, uh, like I said in my article, you know, there's, they're scared of you. Not the, you know, it's it shouldn't be the other way around. You know, you should not be scared of your government. You should be scared. They should be scared of you. You vote for them. You put them in office. You know.
and uh, hate to say it, but that's that's the way it is. And and they would like to mind control you. And the minute, like I said, the minute they get up here, the minute they start clouding this, they've won. You know, the minute you start bringing this, you know, your mental stress home to your family and, and projecting it, I get it. Like you're projecting because you're upset about a situation that's affecting many. The minute they get up here, they've won, and you need to realize to take a break from media and sources. Take a deep breath in, take a deep breath out, and know that there's hope for the fucking future. This is why I feel so stable. Of what's coming up. I mean, do I, do I, am I worried? Yeah, I'm a little bit worried. But at the same time, I'm not because there's tides are changing. And some say it's for the worse, some say it's for the better. But I'm very optimistic. I don't know. Everything can be switched in a second. There's nothing set in stone. You know, as, uh, you know, Kyle Reese said, you know, uh, you know, um, you know, there's no, no fate. And what no fate actually meant was uh, there's no fate in what you make. The future is not set. You know, so you can't... One day it's a law, the next day it's not a law. The one day it's this, the next day it's that, you know. And then it's like a guy was saying today, they're attacking everything. They're trying to attack everything. They're trying to re-crush down broken barriers and bring up old wounds and stuff like that. And you have to remember, we the people. We the people put these people in office. We the people... Um, need to think for ourselves, you know, and you should not force, uh, force feed your opinion on anybody, as I wouldn't, I wouldn't do to you. You should be open-minded. Get it? The mind unleashed. Yeah, get it. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a wild fucking ride for the past couple of days reading through Facebook posts and friends and consoling them and listening and, and, like I said, my opinion is this, you know, Samuel Jackson and that fucking Avengers quote is, uh, we made a decision. Yeah, I understand you made a decision, but give it a dumbass decision, I choose to ignore it, and I don't, I don't, uh, I don't follow what they're saying. I mean, I don't give a fuck what, what law you put in place. Many people aren't going to follow it, many people are going to push back, and, and that's common. And just because you said something doesn't mean people are going to agree with it. So I'm grateful there's a lot of doctors out there willing to lose their licenses. I'm grateful there's a lot of uh, representatives willing to lose their seats because of a topic. But the one thing I do not like is when people, when they get up here, guys, and they're affecting your work life or your home life, um, that's when I, when I kind of draw the line there. I say, you know, you have to find you again. I, I get it that you're upset, you're speaking. If you don't speak up, it's not very good. I think it's going to happen. It's, it, takes, it takes all of us to, to to speak up. But the men, if they get up in here, and you're taking that aggressiveness home to your family, or harming others around you, or pushing, saying hateful things to them, even though they didn't even do anything, we, I get it, you're venting. But that's when they want. When, when you're projecting your hatred or harm towards your family or friends, that's when you need to take a step back and, and reevaluate what the fuck is going on. What's really going on? You know, and I think many forget, um, many forget themselves. Many forget, you know, oh my god, uh, uh, you know, holy, holy shit, like, you know, this is upsetting me, but at the same time, I need to focus on what I'm working on or what have you. And there needs to be advocacy, there needs to be, um, you know, 
people fighting for the good fight. At the same time, like I said, you can't you can't bring that shit home with you. You can't rub it out to your you know can't throw it in your friends' faces because they believe a certain way that you don't. Uh, and I'm, I'm grateful for the lot of friends that I have. And, and the statement I wrote last night um, was, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll put it up for you guys. And um, I will statement that I wrote. Come on. Alright. So I'm going to read this up to you guys. You know what I find fascinating. Everyone has a different viewpoint, opinion, etc. Everyone is playing the if you agree or disagree with agree with this topic, unfriend me. I'm talking about Facebook. People keep doing that. Lately I've been seeing this trend. It really needs to stop. Uh, unfriend me. What does that prove? Question mark. It proves everyone has an opinion that you may or may not like. Case in point. Um, I find it fascinating. I find it very fascinating. Many preach being open-minded and allowing freedom of speech. But yet, criticize people for doing so. For doing so. Who's, being, who's being a hypocrite? Um, I have yet to delete anybody or tell, or tell them to delete themselves. I've probably been deleted by many. I, I could give a fuck, which I really, I really could, honestly. Um, I may not, I may not like what you say or, and agree with it, agree with uh, your opinion, but I will defend your right to do so, is what I wrote last night. And I wasn't predicting on anybody else. I, I have a lot of friends on my friends list that are very, um... Smart people, but very clouded lately. Very clouded in this mindset. You know. And I don't know where this mindset of, oh, if you agree with abortion, uh, delete me. If you agree with this, delete me. If you agree with, you know, it's like, no. No, it's not how life works. You know. Yes, you move people, talk to people if you're, you're struggling. But it's always it's always gonna be that toxic person right next to you anyway. I, I love when people like if I remove toxicity, it's never gonna come back in. The next person in your in your group, probably very toxic. You know, be wary of it. Be very wary of it. But um, be cautious too. You know, it's like you can't. You know, when you want to speak about a topic, you know, you should be should be criticized. I'm very criticized in the way I speak. You know, but um, I, I I don't know where that that came from. I don't really know. You know, delete me if you don't like my. If you agree with this, delete me. It's like then why the fuck did you accept this person or persons on your Facebook page if you knew they they had a different opinion than you? What are you What are you proving? You're proving you're close-minded. Someone doesn't agree with your topic or your opinion, you're telling them to pretty much shut the fuck up and go away. Because you want everyone to agree with your opinion. That's not right. No. But, you know, like I said, I, 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 I do very much have faith in the future. I know some people are like, what the fuck, what do you mean by faith? Like I said, people are very much stepping up. There's been people, advocates stepping up, there's been people...
willing to lose their licenses for topics and things and help. The thing that I wish would be fixed besides the whole abortion thing, which is going to be fixed. There's states are already good people have already kicked in and going, fuck you. You can't tell us what to do. You can't tell us what to do. And I like that. I like that a lot of doctors on other podcasts, many doctors are, are threatening to, uh, you know, even government officials are saying, ah, we're not going to fucking report this. You know? Who the fuck tells you we have to? We have to follow what you say? Who the fuck are you? So, I like that. I like that people are, are bending to the rules today today see that, you know, like I said, we the people. We the people. And many people forget that. We the people. People keep forgetting, oh my god, it's the government, it's the government. It's not a his or her thing. It's an us thing. Because once they attack one thing, they go after a fucking another thing. Disability rights. They go after fucking the LGBTQ, ABCD, EFG, whatever the fuck you guys want to call yourself now. I'm sorry I said that, but every fucking day there's a new letter and I'm just like, wait, what? What? What What does it mean? And I have to go to Michael and David and all my gay friends and go, what does it mean? What's what A mean now? Uh, a could be mean asexual. This one could be in this. Uh, uh, what what does V mean? Uh, v means uh 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 by uh, by you know you like uh, V you like you like letter V. I don't fucking know. You know, I have a lot of so many fucking trans friends. I'm just like, what do I call you today? Because a lot of them are struggling with that. You know, and. uh I've been called fucking transphobic, I've been called many things, but it's because I have an open fucking mind. It's like, and a lot of my trans friends know I'm not transphobic. It's, it's, uh, you know, I'm very open-minded to the idea, but you have to take a big fucking commitment there, too. But, um, you know, like I said, they're not just attacking, our government, governments are not just attacking one fucking thing. They're attacking every fucking thing in order, your your uh, interracial marriage, your fucking disability rights, your fucking abortion, your fucking everything. And the problem is, it's like, you know, people are forgetting what made... They're forgetting to stick up for themselves and go, wait a minute, not just us. If I don't open my mouth today, it won't be the... But they're also shoving, you know, like, a lot of them. Now girls are shoving down that agenda of, of vasectomies, getting... Men should get vasectomies. It's like... No, because men weren't telling you to get an abortion, but you had that option. You still have that option. There's other ways of getting the abortion, too, actually. Which a friend of mine, really, who she's very educated, in fact, said, it's like, I hate to tell all you ladies this. You know, even though I have my first kid, and I've had miscarriage, she had a miscarriage, um, herself and spoke about it. I hope to have her on the podcast. She's a very beautiful person, and I can't wait to sit down with her and talk with her. But um, she explained another abortion thing. And there's so many different ways of getting one. Um, and she could just see a woman know, you know, as much as this is affecting us on this abortion uh, technique, it's not affecting this abortion technique. And this doesn't have to be reported. So, like I said, you put a problem in somebody's way, they're going to bother, they're going to go around the problem. And people are forgetting that. They're forgetting how ingenuity works. How America was fucking founded and, and, and all these people. You had the fucking, you know, founding fathers and all this bullshit. Didn't like fucking taxation. So we fucking revolted. You know? 
And I get it. We're just in a high, we're just in a fuck you phase right now. And people are starting to go, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. And like I said, but a few friends that have had abortions, one for medical reasons, a couple other ones, it was just not the time. A family friend had an abortion. It wasn't going to end well. It would have ruined her life. You know, but she had that option. Um, to to tell women now that you're going to fucking kill them, physically murder them, is disgusting. It's disgusting. What I'm about to say is probably going to piss off some of you. And so be it. But it's my opinion. I do not agree with fucking racism or pedophilia. If if you're going to fucking physically rape someone and force them to have the baby of the rapist, but yet kill her for wanting to have an abortion, you are one sick, sick fucking close-minded motherfucker. This person unwillingly got impregnated. And you're telling them they have to have that child. Tell me that's not fucked up for psychology. And I hate that uh, episode one I'm starting this off. I wanted to get this out of my brain because this is what I've been going through the last couple of days. But I apologize for those listening. Like, Why the fuck am I listening to this? And I, I apologize. But um, you can skip through this. I'll just need the podcast will get better. But I just wanted to get this up in there. But uh, yeah, I don't agree with. Uh, yeah, I want to be with rape, rapism or fucking pedophilia. You know, I believe if you're gonna fucking kill somebody for having a when I'm an abortion, you might as well fucking kill those fucks too. They don't deserve to fucking live. But um, people, you know, we need to separate church and state. We've been needing to do that for many years. But um, that's my opinion on that. So. But now you have my thoughts. And this is I'm just me getting the shit out of my head. Like I said, I've been on the podcast in a bit. So I want to apologize for those who fucking tuned in, had to listen to that, but you're probably nodding your fucking head. You're probably already skipped past this. You're probably already deleted me off your fucking whatever. I don't care. But I needed to speak and vent that that, that out of my system and let those know that you have allies, you have brothers and sisters, people who fucking care. You need to breathe. We, as a culture, race, need to fucking relax. Shit ain't gonna get any better if we just keep fighting and arguing with each other. Yeah, we know bad shit's coming. We know. I can't tell you when it's gonna get better. I can't tell you when it's gonna plateau. I can't tell you when it's gonna bubble, it's gonna burst. But, again, if you allow all of that to get up here, allow them to get in here, Day one. So, please be kind to those around you. Be kind to your family members. You know, I, I, I get it. I get it. That's the advice I could give you. Just breathe. You know. Because if you're taking negativity home, they've won. And that's what they want you to do. They want you to sit there on the couch and family argue and, and divorce and all that kind of stupid shit. That's true. They want you to be... Because it distracts you from other things that they're doing. So, what does that prove? Anyway, now that that's off my fucking head, and I thank you for putting up with that. 
in the bottom of my heart. I just needed to get that off my top of my head. Now you know how I felt about all the bullshit that I've had to read for the last fucking three, four days. Um, and I've had to deal with people, you know, just venting and screaming and stuff like that. So, uh, it's been a fucking wild ride. It has been a wild ride to get here to the episode 100. Um, many podcasts, many dislikes, many likes, you know, uh, I can't thank you guys enough for fucking clicking that play button to be on the bottom of my heart. It has been a fucking run. I didn't think years ago I would fucking even be able to just speak my mind the way I just did. Um, but many of you allowed that. Many of you have clicked the fucking play button and said, alright, he's going to this moment, let him speak. Uh, for those who've clicked and fucking stayed along for this journey and allowed to watch me grow and, and, uh, thank you. You know, thank you. I mean, it, it's really brought me to a new whole horizon. Um, I'm grateful to say I've helped friends start their own podcasts. You know, I've had at least three to four start their own podcasts. Um, and I'm grateful that they're doing that and having their own little nostalgia because it gives them an outlet to speak and get that out of their mind. Whether it's video games, whether it's this, whether it's that, you know, everyone has an audience. And this one is my own personal blog of like what it's like to be not only disabled, that I would have an opinion. But uh, what, what do I like? What do I dislike? What, what is what? The, what are the technology? How is it advancing? This shit, and we're gonna go into some of some of that just a bit. Um, it's been it's been a wild fucking ride. I didn't think episode one in. I went out and I bought a fucking shitty recorder. I sat down with a friend of mine, and I was at work, and I was like, you know, I want to start a podcast, but I didn't know how much a podcast cost. And then I uh, I got Squarespace, and, and was like, oh shit, I can do a podcast on this. Good. And you could. You could just fucking upload, you know, your audio, and, and I had to learn how to do that, and out came the first one, and it was shit. Second one, a little better, they're a little better, and then they finally started getting on a roll, and a roll, and a roll, and then, you know, one became fucking, uh, yeah, 99, and, um, let's go start another one with, uh, Del Marie, and, um... I'm not sure if we're ever going to pick up back on that one. I, I've spoken to her, but she's been going through some shit. So, whenever she's ready, I'm my the door and the microphones are always ready. Um, and also, I understand. I understand. Fucking, it, it's, it's a wild ride. And I just can't believe I made it this fucking far. When somebody says, what have you done? And then, you know, you, you, you kind of have something to show for it. This podcast has not made me any money. It comes out of my own fucking pocket. It's not that hard. It's like 15 bucks a month just for the 200 whatever megabytes for storage. Uh, you can get more than that, but if you're not recording that many episodes, you know, it, it works out perfectly. And then you gotta, you know, I've had so many editors call me or, you know, email me on the open mind fucking email, uh, Gmail and email and uh, ask, like, hey, can you put your shit on our network and can you, you know, we can get you the audience you need. And I'm like, no, nah, man, I don't want I'm a one-man army. I don't need, you know, I don't need, need or want at the moment. Um, and I'm, I'm very grateful for a lot of people who contacted me directly and said, hey, man, love to work with you. If we can do an episode together and if we can edit it and make it sound better, uh, maybe you just need something that sounds okay. And a lot of it's bullshit. A lot of, a lot of ones like emails I get are bullshit. It's like, hey, be part of our podcast network. And it's like, no, give my podcast to you. Give me my master's. No. Um, because what you're going to do with it is going to fucking put, you know, advertising in it and make it your own and then, uh, 
I work for you, and that's not me. That's the way I want to work. It's my own podcast, my, kind of my blog of what I feel, um, and stuff like that. But, you know, never would I fucking thought in a million years that I'd fucking beat episode 100, you know, and fucking next week will be fucking episode 101. Fucking insane. Fucking insane. Just checking what the time was. Um, you know. Can't imagine, like, if I went and got another, you know, recorder, bought a Zoom H4 and, you know, fucking Pro. Now I'm doing this with lapel mics, and I'm fucking using a MacBook Pro, doing my editing through Final Cut and shit like that. It, it just proves anybody fucking, you can do what you put your fucking mind to. And, and uh, you know, I wouldn't say go down my fucking road and get into business debt and all that good stuff. And, you know, it's hard to get out of that and stuff like that. Ridiculously crazy. But, uh, you know, it wasn't much to say in the last couple of months. I, do, I, I wanted to do this, and, 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 you know, I was reminiscing at all the, all the podcasts I've done and, and what it took me to sit down each week and record and add it and put another one up, put another one up, put another one up. And quality over quantity is what I've learned. Um, and I'm, I'm a nobody. I'm a fucking nobody. These podcasts are... But at the same time, I feel like I've completed something. And I've hit a few people in the gut because, you know, from Ashes 1, which was me talking about my mental health and stuff like that, and people saying, you know, that helped because I dealt with it too or whatever. And, uh, you know, I can even say that. Like, I was part of a, I'm part of a chat group on Facebook that deals with that for those with disabilities. And I've been a mediator kind of on that. Not a mediator, but like somebody who sits down and just listens. And, uh, many people have sadly, 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 have, have uh, caused self-inflection to themselves or, or passed to the other side. And it's been, uh, it's been heartbreaking because you see all these good people that are just like, hey, I, I can't do this anymore. Or when, when people say, you know, the abortion thing's a big deal. Well, it's disabled rights. People who are unable to get married and people who are, uh, not able to make a financial goal. You know, because you're, you're strapped down to the benefits that you're given. So you can only make so much, you know, and, uh, I'll tell you what I get per month. It's only, it's not even, it's not even $900 a month from the, from, uh, social security disability. It's not even that, that I have to make up that extra income and I cannot go over about 2k a month. And that's pretty ridiculous. So when you think about, you know, having to, have a mortgage or home with your parents and stuff like that. If you're trying to get a car, uh, you're going to move back with your parents. I feel what these people are feeling. And, and to be able to kind of kick, kick that into the mind and go, it's possible. You can do what you can do. And that's kind of what this podcast has become. It's become my mental outlet. But I feel bad for those people that sadly have... I woke up one morning a month ago and sadly I, I, I got the note and saying we'd like to you know, send our condolences to so-and-so and... I couldn't fucking believe it. I was like, oh, just talking to this guy not even two weeks ago, you know, before that happened, and life was stressful, but he was okay, he was looking forward to things, and then bada-bing, bada-boom, you let it happen. So anything with my the 3D printing group, with Creality, uh, you know, there's a lot of people on there that like to show their 3D printing work, and another dude offed himself on that site, and I'm like, what the fuck? And, you know, it had to do a lot with COVID. It had to do a lot with mental stability. And that's another thing that we're not really, we don't really address is our mental health. And people sit there and go, 
what does that have to do with anything? You know, and you're just like, to find what's up here, to find out who you truly are, can take a while. And, you know, this podcast really helped me understand and help me be a better, better thinker or better uh, uh, talker. It may not sound like I'm a good talker, but when I, I able me to, when I'm at work, if it's universal, I'm able to sit down and actually listen to somebody talk and then break down the problem or, or, or solution. Um, and I know many people, sadly, uh, do not like talking. They, they get so tongue-tied and twisted and stage fright. And one of my, my co- new co-workers told me, he goes, how do you, uh, how do you have all that energy and, and, and uh, charisma, you know, to, talk. And I said, honestly, dude, I'm a fucking, I was very introvert before I came here. I, 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 I was very nervous, uh, about talking to anybody or, you know, I like to, um, I've got a horrible, horrible mouth, as you all can tell. Say fuck every two seconds. Actually, one point, every 1.5. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but it is what it is. I am who I am. And I, like I said, I told everybody in the beginning of the podcast, uh, I never wanted uh, to to lie. I never wanted a company to find out what this podcast was, who the fuck I was, and say, "Yeah, we don't want to deal with them because this podcast has too many upwards in it, or it has differences." Well, I wanted people to notice that you got what you got, and when you when you um, when you signed on with me, you knew what you got, and it was no hidden agenda or hidden anything like that. You knew what you're getting your hands into, and I, I wish a lot of people did that in life, but a lot of people don't. They they hide who they truly are until the agenda is reached, and I don't do that. And I have no plans on changing my my mindset or my outlook to benefit them or whatever. You know, uh, it's not not quid pro. Quid pro, pro, you know, yeah, you scratch my back, I scratch your back, you know, no, it's, I'm going to be who the hell I am, I, I don't agree with changing my mindset just to, to fit your agenda, and, uh, but how I got all this fucking charisma, I was sitting behind you, with you guys, and people encouraging me, like, hey man, your mic was a little bit off, maybe up there a little bit, hey, here's a topic for the next podcast, maybe it's a 3D printing idea, hey, maybe it's more mental health stuff, you know, what is going on with you? And then when you have people like that who do listen, I have a friend who, who uh, you know, said he never listened. I was walking into work one day, he goes, I subscribe to your podcast. I subscribe to your other podcast. And he goes, I, to be honest, I never, I never listened. I never listened. I never listened. And most of you would take that as a sign of insult. And I can't say it's insult. I can say uh, he knew... The reason why he subscribed is because he knew that would make me what I like to do. So he's trying to encourage it. Because if you don't encourage somebody to do something, how do they get out of their element? Hey, get, get up get up there and dance. Oh, I, I can't dance. How do you know you can't dance? Well, I know I can dance because when I dance, I'm, I've got two left feet. Well, neither can they. But get up there. So what you got? Have some fun. Loosen up. It opens the mind. It opens who you are. You know, it opens up so many ideas. And certain people have, have forgotten to be experimental. Get out of their comfort zone. And lately I feel like that's becoming a big fucking problem. 
So many people are too scared to step on eggshells. So many people are scared to get yelled at. So many people are scared to take the initiative, maybe to the next job, myself included. Um, because a few months ago, with gas prices being on the fucking rise, you know, I've been told to find a new job close by home. And the problem is, you go, okay, I'm going to go to all these new websites, these zip recruiters, these indeeds, but now I need to present myself in such a way that makes me stand out. How do I stand out? Well, I can tell them I'm good at this, I can tell them I can type this many words, I can do this, I can show them my charisma with customer service. Maybe that might work. And we've kind of gotten to our comfortability of, of losing that, of not wanting to learn something new. Okay, we're in the comfort zone of holding on to what we believe, and, and you know, oh, but David found out that I'm not good, or we put that self-doubt in our head that we don't want to explore a new, a new passion, a new idea. And it's hard. It's hard. Um, I mean, I've been there. But lately, my thing has been uh, show your passion, show your ideas. And this podcast has really opened my eyes to, to so many new things and people and writers and ideas of technology and how technology can help to help. And the, the personal blogger, well, now the influencer, even TikTok has a new thing. I was listening on the way to work, and TikTok has now become a, I learned it from TikTok. And I know somebody, I was telling a, a friend of mine, that somebody's suing TikTok, I believe, for like 1.2 mil for misinformation or, or something, like, something like that. Because he was misguided. I guess something something broke and this TikToker was telling you how to fix it. And the guy should have known, like, you don't get all your info from just TikTok. It's 60 second clips, you know, not even a minute clip, even less than that. Um, I learned it from TikTok. It's like, okay, but did you, before you decided to do what this person told you, did you see a disclaimer? Did you think, maybe I shouldn't be listening to that? You know? Who knows? So I know that many TikTokers, many YouTubers, or influencers, as you may want to call them, or social media people, have to put down on their, on their you know, thing. Please do this at your own risk. <sighs> Excuse me. It is almost 9 o'clock, and I am totally exhausted. But, um... But yeah, and that's becoming the, the norm with that, the TikToker is becoming the thing. And I, I, I find it fascinating. I really do. Yeah. I don't think that guy's going to win the lawsuit, but I, I find it intriguing that, you know, people are now becoming, I'm trying to think of the exact word, would work, um, I don't know if it's more um, more numb to the idea of doing the research or letting the research come to them. And sadly, you know, we, we, we what's the word? Don't believe everything, you know, the saying, don't believe everything you hear or read, everything you read, everything you, you dissolve. And, and people have now, you know, you'll see a lot of these, especially the younger generation now, people way younger than me, a couple years younger than me, believing all these new theories, these new ideas, and not even fact-checking them, you know, so I find it really hard that I'm out fact-checking a lot of things 
worth finding the full videos to think because I told myself a couple years ago, I was like, you know, I'm getting older too, I'm like 36, and I was like, man, now I have to like, you know, fact check everything, I have to kind of go backwards, I have to, and I would never kind of get old, and then uh, I've, I've kept that promise to myself, I was like, I'm going to keep the logic on technology, I'm going to keep, and I, every day I'm on, I'm learning something new, every day, every fucking day I'm on YouTube, or I'm reading a, reading a new article, or I'm just keeping up the new trend, or I'm just like reading, and using that, and turning that hybrid into a new thing, and uh, and I know so many people that are in their 50s going, no, nah, I can't, you know, I don't want to do that anymore. I like the, I like the old, old ways better. And, and it's spooky that people would rather go back than forward. You know, I, I like how it used to be. I like how it used to be. Hate to tell you, how it used to be is pricking us in the butt. How it used to be. How it used to be was not good. Not good at all. Yeah, that generation needs to either uh, be enlightened or yeah, definitely needs to be enlightened. Definitely needs to be enlightened. And it's just fun, funny because you know we're we're told to be you know when you're younger, learn, learn, learn every day, be encouraged, get ready to try something new. Uh, and then the older generation is like, no, no. No, I don't like this new style of things and this TikTok and this Facebook and this media. I have never been able to get fucking information so quick. I remember back in like uh, was it 98 or 99, you know, when the internet was finally becoming a fucking huge thing and you would know, A wants messenger and you now you're able to get fucking data on your fucking phone, man. You know, on my fucking supercomputer. I'm wearing a smartwatch to this phone. You know, I'm able to get any kind of data I want quickly, you know, and that's crazy that I'm able to do a quick lesson plan or a quick learn of like, hey, I, what am I looking, what, you know, what am I looking for, I'm getting stuck on something or, or I'm looking for a solution, troubleshooting issue to something in the house or what have you, it's there, it's, it's, it's wild, it's wild what everything's become, you know, it's wild that we've all become podcasters and media influencers and everybody's like, well, you're, you're a media influencer. I'm like, I am not. I don't influence anything. Uh, at least I don't think I do. What I like to do is encourage. I like to encourage those to be themselves. I like to encourage those to, um, uh, you know, be number one, be yourself. And number two, just have a good fucking time. You know, as long as you're not hurting anybody. You know, I sound like Kevin Smith. No, start a podcast. Do this. Do that. You know, as long as you're not hurting anybody. Um, well, yeah, I could, I could, I could totally agree with that. You know, but, uh, yeah, like I said, I never thought this would fucking be what it is now, and here it is at episode 100. And I, I, like I said, I, I digress. I digress on everything. I fucking, you know, gone. It's blows my mind. Blows my fucking mind. And I'm grateful for every minute of it because it's just like, wow. But, uh, yeah, so, I know, this podcast is really shit, really, really shit, we're like 45, almost 45 minutes, uh, it's 43 something, at the counter, um, what else has been going on, um, oh, replacement, yeah, I'm trying to think. 
kind of quiet. Um, so what's also been going well? Um, for those who don't know, I still don't have my driver's license. I know, boo, how the hell could you have done that? How did you not get your driver's license and all that shit? Well, fun story about all that, and we're going to go into it. So, um, many, many years ago, I think I was like 15-ish when I was ready to go get my license. And for those who don't know, I have several cerebral palsy and all that good shit. And uh, it affects my legs, so there's many different versions of it. Um, so what happened was that I went to a physical therapist up in Bellevue Hospital, up in upstate New York, for those who don't know what that is. Uh, it's right in Albany, New York, where Schenectady is. Schenectady is right from Albany. It's about like 50, 20, 20, 30 minutes away where I grew up in upstate New York. I uh, went there to get a eval done for my legs, and the gentleman took me in a room, and then he did a uh, quick um, he did a quick test with a little break thing, <laughs> oh, break thing, and then you know you put your thing you know foot on the throttle, and then you fucking you know so it, it just gives you a quick reaction time, like a start go stop. Um, and the problem was it was like the thing was like three to four inches. Kid you not, and with where you to pick your fucking foot up and slam it on the other thing, which many cars are not like that. It's not even like two, three inches apart. Some aren't, because you can really get your foot over, or you can adjust your damn brake pedal to be wider. You can always buy a new brake pa- pedal to be a little wider. Um, so once we get all done with that, the guy goes, "Okay, I can see you're you're making a face with your because you're using your foot muscle. You're kind of." Flexing for those not watching the video, you can kind of flex your face using your feet, close my eyes, and stuff like that. You guys can visualize what I was kind of doing. Maybe, um, and I'm moving both my feet actually. Um, but the gentleman goes, Yeah, you need hand controls. I'm like, Well, how much will that be? Who I'll pay for He goes, You do. So, how much is it going to be? He said, Probably about eighteen to twenty thousand dollars. I went, Whoa. So, that was a big no for my, my parents. It was my parents were already divorced. It was a big no for my mom. Like, no, you know, we can't afford that, blah, 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 blah. So, speed up here to many years down in Florida. I was planning on getting my license when I came to Florida. And they said, well, you need to get hand controls. They said, you need to get hand controls. I'm like, well, I can't afford that. So, how the hell do we do that? Um, and now it's 2022. And kind of shit's going off the rails. And now I'm hit the thing where... Um, it's time. It's time to do it again. It's time to really push down hard. I'm probably going to get my permit probably next month sometime and hopefully get the driver's license August or September ish. That's my goal. That's a hard goal. But, uh, so I went out. I got a driving steering wheel, a G29. I'll go into a little fun fact about all that. Logitech, a friend of mine, does rally racing and uh, amateur racing here in Florida. And I asked him how much a sim, sim would be, you know, if I could go down to the facility and try one of their sims. He goes, oh, dude, the sims are like 10 to 20K. Unfortunately, they don't allow to send anybody on them, yada, yada, yada. Because they do it for uh, car setup and all that kind of shit. Because they don't want to waste um, time when they go to other tracks and sim. And then when you get the sim done, you can you can pretty much program what you want to the car to car to do. So by the time you get there, when you're doing your, your qualifying, you're, uh, you're able to have the car pretty much, pretty much adjusted. So you're not wasting time. Anyway, so he recommended I get a uh, steering wheel for the, for the, the home. So I uh, I decided to get a uh, Logitech G29, and 
I didn't have the money at the time. I had some money, but I was like, God damn, it's kind of expensive. Um, and then my bro was like, uh, dude, he's like, yeah, man, totally get one. So he's like, see if they have one used or whatever. So I went online to Amazon, but Amazon wanted like $300. And even that was like brand new for 300 And then I found one later for like 200 <sighs> 220 dollars <coughs> sorry all this talking's got me talking yeah, we got me coughing and stuff um give me one moment okay there goes that one and that one we are recording back all right uh sorry i just need to get a quick sip of coffee um Anyway, so I went on to um, Google, and I think I got one. Well, I went to Amazon first, see if I got a G29, and then I went to uh, Google, and Google had uh, quite a few listings, but everything was around like the $300, $400 range, like two something, something I didn't really want to, really want to spend. Um, I'm watching my thing. Apparently, I got Phantom Power on, but it's really pulling out of the microphone one. Um, so, I went to Amazon, and the listing is actually still there, so, funny story about all this, and I know this fucking podcast is boring for some of you, and I do apologize, but it's my podcast. Um, went on to Amazon, or went on to Google, and I found a G29, or was that G20, and the company, I think, changed their name the other day, I found it. The other day when I was doing the podcast, the other one was a lot longer. Let me speak about it. Uh, well, I'll just check G29. Logitech. There it is. Yep, here it is. Uh, the camera can actually there it goes. So seventy nine ninety nine. So that one right there, with the rug. Uh, for those who can't see, so it's a Logitech G twenty. So I clicked on this thing, and they changed their name to this. So if you see this in the video, do not click on it. It's bullshit. The site used to be called Book 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 Lou. Yeah, Booklu TV. And I'm thinking, okay, it's like a Chinese thing. People fucking maybe either didn't know the price of it or what have you. So I end up, uh, I end up uh, fucking ordering because it was fifty nine ninety nine. I'm like, okay, maybe this guy doesn't fucking know what he has or whatever. So weeks go by. I, I uh, not even weeks. I, I I wait a couple days and I finally, finally I start writing the guy. I was like, hey man, I just need a tracking number. Blah blah blah. blah. I'm a business guy, so I'm just like, hey man, need tracking number, blah, blah, blah. Kept, kept pestering this dude just to get, just to get real documentation going, just in case. Because I had a feeling this was fucking either too scammy or whatever. And my, my, my theory was true. So, I kind of, after like week two, yeah, week two, finally made an appeal with PayPal. And I said, hey man, you know, here's the deal. I've got all these emails for this guy. Never contacted me. Never gave me tracking. Even though it was said they were supposed to. 
So finally, the seller after I got that one paid after PayPal reimbursed my money, which is like sixty bucks. The seller writes me back, "Hey man, we 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 gave you tracking number. We we've uh, come to the conclusion that blah 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 blah." And I'm like, "Okay." And I'm like, "Funny fucking fact is, I actually give my money back, so the, the matter's been closed." PayPal's like, "Don't worry about it." And um. The seller's like, oh, 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 did you already... So finally, after a little back and forth, I got a tracking number. I tracked it up through fucking Air China or whatever. And I'm like, this is going from China. What a big fucking package. So I finally get an email saying, hey, package is, package is now in the States. I'm like, all right. So, and all of a sudden, I go, I'm like laying in bed or whatever, and all of a sudden it says, um, package delivered in mailbox. I'm thinking to myself, package delivered in mailbox? How the fuck would a G20, the steering wheel, the pedal, racing pedals, and a fucking shifter all fit in my tiny ass mailbox? I knew, I knew something was up. I'm like, maybe, maybe the fucking uh, mailman or mailwoman fucking, you know, they just kind of. They placed it somewhere, and that's what the computer marked it as. So I go out in the door, check the camera, nothing out there. So I walk out to the uh, mailbox, open it up, grab the mail, see a little package with my name on it, and it said Ali, you know, whatever. It was squishy. I'm like, what the fuck are they sent me? You know what they sent me? An oven mitt. These guys thought they would play a little prank, and... I mean, that was the goal. Anyway, they weren't going to actually send me what I wanted. So the goal was to, you know, charge you and then have, you know, all that money. And then, you know, oh, we're sorry. You didn't get what you wanted. Can you show us photos? So I was like, I sent them photos with me smiling. Like, you know. I said, thanks for the oven, man. Now I can make pizza. You know. So uh, a couple weeks later, we went to go see... Um, Doctor Strange, and uh, into the multiverse, and my buddy Trent Ward came up, and I hope to have him on the podcast sometime soon. And he keeps saying he doesn't want to be on because he doesn't like the sound of his voice, but he doesn't know that I'm the one who's got to edit it. So, yay! <laughs> I don't like the sound of my fucking voice, but yet here I am. Um. Anyway, so we're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go to see a movie. I, I enjoyed the movie. I really did. Once I saw her crown and everything, you can. Have your opinion. That's perfectly fine. I mean, I I, I liked it. I liked. I was enjoying the set design. I was enjoying um, uh, some of the things. Thought all the char characters were amazing. Uh, thought America was cool. Uh, yeah, I, I was really enjoying the, the film for what it was. I enjoyed the the music note scene. I enjoyed a whole bunch of shit in that movie. Uh, once I saw Charles Xavier, I lost my shit too because I was like, ah, even though he was killed by Wanda. Spoilers. Uh, his neck was broken. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, I thought it was great. I, I thought it was fun. I have friends that fucking hated the movie. Hated it. Hated it. Hated every fucking minute of it. I was like, get your money back. They're like, I wish I could have. You know? So, they're just haters. Haters are gonna hate. Um, um, yeah, I lo love the shit of it. So we're, you know, going back to my place. My, you know, my buddy took me back. And, um, he goes, hey man, how's the, how's the, how's the license going? What's going on with all that? And to be shocking with all of you, you know, people have been very fucking encouraging. A lot of my friends, uh, David and Michael, uh, David just got his license. And uh, David, you know, unfortunately, the reason why he wasn't going to get his license, um, 
here in Florida because he was so nervous behind the wheel. Florida drivers are fucking horrible. Horrible. Aggressive, horrible. Up from New York, man. I am from New York. Do you people just fucking want to ram into you and her? Your car, you know, it's hard to have a, a nice car here in Florida because people will bang your shit up. They will fuck your car up just because they can because they're upset. Um, I should know my former girlfriend. Her car's the fucking passenger side door finally got nailed in the grocery store. And, um, and yet she's still waiting on getting that damn fixed. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So, yeah. Anyway, so David ended up getting his license. He ended up spending, I think, all together just to get some driving lessons in, get himself comfortable behind the wheel. I think they spent about maybe $1,100 all together, and he got his road test done to the the guy and all that stuff like that, which I might possibly do. I might just spend that kind of money. But I ended up getting the D uh, G29 off Amazon a couple weeks later um, after talking to Trent. So what Trent wanted to do for me, and I hate, you know, I, I told everybody what was going on, and um, Trent was like, you know, maybe that should help you. Do what you need help with. I'd like to help you. You know, you've been good to me. I want to be good to you. It's like, you know, fuck the whole job hunting thing. It's time for you to... Um, it's time for you to uh, get your license. It will open up more doors for you. More jobs will open up more for you. You know, with a vehicle, with a, with not having a car, it's hard to to open those doors. Um, so he's completely right. Everybody, but he's completely right. Looks like I have lazy. I'm a fucking right eye. Uh, probably do. Um, maybe it's just a camera. Um, but yeah, Trent was like, "Yeah, man, let me know what the hand control system is going to cost you." So, like I said, uh, previously the hand control system was like about eighteen to twenty thousand. It was even more than that because the one they wanted to put in was very fucking expensive, and uh, it had to be fucking ripped out of the car to put back into it. It was wild. Now you can just go to Amazon or a company, and they can make them for they're like they're like four hundred, five hundred bucks. They clip right onto the pedal, the pedals, and there's a little pusher and all that. Kind of. So fucking easy. It's an easy, 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 easy setup. And um, but so many people have been very encouraging, man, like, hey, man, go for it, do it, I'm going to be keeping you guys in the loop on how all that's going, I just finished up my uh, drug and alcohol course because I had to email DMV and tell them the whole situation of, like, yo, man, I'm, I'm 36, I'm stupid, and on the contrary, they're like, dude, some people don't get their fucking license till they're, you know, so many people don't get it when they're 16, many people get it when they're 20 or, um, my one friend got his, like, David just got his, and he's 30-something. Uh, my other friend got his when he was, uh, well, was he? he was 20, 21 when he could afford a car. Yeah, he was 21. Uh, he didn't get his license until he was 21 because he couldn't afford a vehicle. Um, and how he did, he came from, he, he had to take public transit because he didn't need it. Um, he didn't need it, but he, he was time for him to get a license. He was going to college, and, uh, his parents couldn't afford, so his grandfather ended up spending some money and got his license when he was 21. Um, so, nothing to be embarrassed by. A lot of wrestlers, you know, from WWE and shit, they don't, uh, I know Finn Balor didn't get his till he was up there in age, too. Um, so, but yeah, my buddy got, you know, he uh, had his license and then he left his shit go because he got thrown from his, his uh, when he was 18, he got thrown from uh, the uh, driver's side of his car, blew up the windshield. Flew, he said he flew out like 20 to 30 feet, broke both his fucking legs, hip, stuff like that, and he no longer drives. He hasn't driven in many, many years. He refuses to, uh, 
refuses to get behind a wheel ever again because of that. And, um, which I find very disheartening. It's like, you know, when you go through that kind of PTSD, it's like, holy fuck, I'll never drive again. So, uh, people telling me, like, yo, man, don't be, don't be ashamed of that. You know, like, there's so much new fucking technology for you. So, people are really curious about the G29, which I want to show you, but it's right here. You guys can go on Instagram and see it. Um, I'll be plugging it up to my computer, the rig, so you guys can actually, like, follow along and see how I'm doing, because some friends have been asking me, hey, I'd like to see it, I, but my brother or sister wants to kind of get, you know, they want to get into it, maybe sim racing or whatever. Uh, can you kind of kind of explain how your setup is? So, I'll be doing that, because some of these people have been like, dude, keep me, keep me posted, like, you know? I have a kid that's ready to drive, but he, he's too fucking nervous, or this one's too nervous. So what are you, what are you finding out? Like, what are the, what are the, what's the new technology that you're finding? Um, so they find that very fascinating. So yeah, I need to get over my, my ego of um, asking for help, too. And that's one thing Trent kind of slapped me in the mouth with. You know, it was like, you need to stop getting over the, your ego of asking for help. Um, there's nothing wrong with asking for help and, and uh, stuff like that. So, yeah, it's been... Uh, it's been interesting with all that. I'm almost gonna. I know I'm getting lazy. The reason why I haven't got my my permit yet is because I've been lazy of just job hunting and, and just fucking stress of work. And work's really gotten worse because we're hiring and firing left and right. And um, I've been not been doing too well. That I took some COVID time off and I could have been could have been outside getting my fucking permit done and training and all that good stuff. But I, I digress, man. It's a lot, a lot of shit. But you know. But uh, that's what's been going on on that front. Uh, I haven't really been 3D printing everything. I'm just kind of getting all the printers refixed. Um, I'm going to be printing some parts for the computer. I will keep you in the loop for that. You guys can check out the Instagram for that. Uh, what other fun facts have been going on? Well, uh, I pre-ordered a Steam Deck. Uh, apparently, Steam is going to be putting out more Steam Decks pretty soon. Um, I spent some money, so I still need to get $200 raised of my own capital. I keep buying Steam games. Not anybody's fault. My own. I spent about like almost a hundred bucks yesterday when I shouldn't have. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I spent like almost a hundred dollars yesterday when I shouldn't have um, to get a Steam, you know to buy some more Steam games. I think I'm done for now. I've got enough games to last me like a few months. So and there's plenty of games that I already have on Steam and other shit from Xbox Game Pass. Pretty excited for what Steam's going to be offering. I can't wait to. Uh, to get this thing a try, man. I, we'll get into this a little too, why not? Um, so, what made me want to get a Steam Deck? I, you know, honestly, I didn't know. And now I kind of know. It's like, it wasn't like any influencer. It was kind of like, I was always out and about. So it was kind of like, either at work or waiting for a car. We, we carpool a lot. So, uh, either carpooling or waiting with the Nintendo Switch or what have you. And uh, waiting with that. And then going, hmm, love these games. Love playing Breath of the Wild. this like Man, I can't play, like, Destiny. I can't play all these big fucking titles that I own. I have to wait to get home and play them on my PlayStation 5. Which, the 5, like, I don't regret buying it. I mean, I even thought about selling it recently just to, you know, get some extra moony moony. But I was like, you know what? The minute I fucking sell it for a little bit more than what I got for it, I'd sell it for, like, maybe 700 I bought it for, like, 840 So I overpaid by... Overpaid my forty something bucks. Once I did all the math, I overpaid my forty something bucks, which isn't bad. But uh, I was like, yeah, the minute I get rid of it, I'm gonna want it back. Like I wanted the, like I got rid of my Xbox One, and then I wanted to play it immediately after that because they had Halo and all like that shit. And I was like, god damn it. So I decided never again to sell my consoles. So I was like, no, don't do that because 
My consoles become hand-me-downs to my parents who have my PlayStation 3, have my Xbox 360, they have my uh, PlayStation 4, and they play on all that. My mom has a Wii. I have VR for work and stuff like that and gaming purposes. I'm also going to be doing some uh, VR streaming for some of you guys. Some people have been asking me about that. How's it? How's it helping with your disability? Are there any good games to play with people with disabilities? How's it do with motor control? So we'll probably get into more of that sooner or later. I know a friend of mine's been asking me about that too. So he's been uh, he has a carpal tunnel and shit, but he's been asking like he's been asking uh, what kind of games, what, what games are good to play for memory or movement. So I'll pick out a few and we'll uh, we'll go through that. But if you guys want to see more of that, let me know. I don't know what to do unless you tell me. So, uh, but I can make it all happen. If you guys give me some encouragement, I'll gladly fucking set up a day and do a live stream of some gaming with Michael, um, Pernesco, so, uh, but yeah, so, uh, ended up, like, getting around, doing a lot of carpooling, and then saw the Steam Deck, and saw LZT just talk about it when he was fucking doing a thing, and I thought they were so much money, I'm like, I don't have 400 bucks to spend, but at the time I didn't, and then, uh, I put some little bit of money aside, still gotta put, like, about 200 bucks aside, because I spent from the my Steam Deck money, um, but I'll get that taken care of, nevertheless. But apparently they're now pushing out Q3 pretty fast, but they're still saying it won't be available. My mine won't be available until October, so I'm gonna probably hold it till then. Probably not until I'm guessing probably late August or September, maybe I went up be getting it. So I got close to getting one a couple of times through Facebook Marketplace, but everything seems kind of eh, be careful what you wish for there. Um, so I went to eBay a couple of times, saw the. I don't want to fucking pay over two hundred dollars. Especially when I'm going to pop the thing open and put a new SSD in it and all that kind of crap. And so it's like there's no reason to fucking overspend for something. It's not a PlayStation Five, you know. But I do like the the fact that it's portable. Uh, it's a little more powerful than the Switch. Well, much more powerful. It's a fucking portable computer. You, can, you know, it's got Steam OS on it. But I like the, the fact that that the um, you can take games with you now. Now you can actually have a good time. Without having to, you know, the doctor. I went in, like, one time recently to my doctor's, and I had to wait almost an hour to see my doctor, because it was a little backed up with patients, stuff like that. Sorry, scratching the side of my head, and you know, also that skin drop, a lot of dry skin. Um, but uh, I'm one of, the, like, the, one of the youngest patients that he has, and uh, I'm sitting there playing fucking Breath of the Wild, and one of the old people next to me, an older gentleman, was wondering what the hell I was playing. Because he saw me touching the screen and wiggling the controller a little bit. Wiggling the thing. And he was like, he's like, young fella, what's that? I went, oh, that's a, a Nintendo Switch. He was like, why do they call it that? <laughs> so I had to explain to him what it, why, and I let him actually play it. I said, do you want to try something? And he said, okay. So <laughs> I let him play Mario Kart, and he thought that was pretty neat. So... He's like, oh, my grandkids play that. And I said, yeah. And he goes, I think that's pretty cool. I said, yeah. And I showed him that uh, the controllers come off and all that kind of crap. So he thought that was pretty neat. He thought that was, he thought it was fantastic. So <laughs> the guy had to be like, probably in the late, early 70s or late 70s. I find it, I find it fascinating that, you know, people that age don't, uh, <laughs> don't keep up with technology. I don't, I don't understand. I, I get it. I really do. Maybe that's not your fascination, but. To, I never hope to get that age and not be up on the latest technology or latest book or understand culture or something like that. But I find it so fascinating that 
somebody that age can uh, <laughs> be so amazed with what's coming up. Maybe that, maybe that, you know, I don't know, the different priorities, I, I, I don't know, man. I find it very fascinating. Anyway, uh, yeah, so played it there, and, you know, people were enjoying that, and saw that the, you know, so I went on to Steam, and I was like, nah, let me see what the fucking price is. I found out you could you could pre-order it for only $5 down, that holds your spot in line, or whatever it may be, and um, I'll be shocked if I don't have the money, and it's fucking like, you can, you can get it, and I'm like, oh, I can get it, so, um, I hope that doesn't happen to me, because I really, I really just do want to fucking, I had the money put away, but I, I, that was my own fault, I spent it on Steam games, which I shouldn't have done, but, who can, who can resist Steam sales? <laughs> so, I bought a couple of games I already have, I have, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which is like that complete edition, and Tomb Raider, I bought all the fucking Tomb Raiders, the new, 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 and improved versions, and I bought Yakuza Zero, and, uh, the bundle for that, I bought, uh, Tunic, I bought... Um, so many good fucking games. I have plenty, plenty, plenty of games to play for Steam Deck. I am looking forward to them. Really looking forward to putting Metal Gear Solid 1 on it again. I hope to play Metal Gear Solid 1 one more fucking time. Um, I ended up buying also... One moment. This I actually ran next to me because I was trying to get it to run... Bum, bum, bum. For those who can't see or don't know. So, what I was holding in my hand for those listening to audio. I bought a copy of X-Men Origins Wolverine. You're probably thinking, why in the hell would you buy that? Well, when the movie came out, I'm a huge X-Men fan, obviously. Um, if you haven't like already noticed. So, huge X-Men fan. Love Hugh Jackman. Love Hugh Jackman's edition. Just love the animated series, love love anything kind of Wolverine, love anything X Men because I really felt drawn to that that comic, you know, and then that and that culture. You know, mutants are really, you know, they're dying to find themselves, discovery, stuff like that. But I had a an epiphany the other night and I uh, was like, Man, I really wish I could play X Men Origin Wolverine. I wish I you know, I wonder if they had a PC, yada yada yada. Steam Deck's coming out. I'm getting a Steam Deck pretty soon, within a few months. Um I mean, can you can you take a you know whatever game and can you put exe it? Um, so yeah, I ended up finding the game on on uh, eBay. I went to a couple couple uh, couple websites and stuff like that and looked it up on Google, and they had a copy of for Windows for fourteen bucks. So I was like, I'll grab it. Here's the fucked part though. Why is that game going for almost $100? I still don't get it. So for PS3, like, you can get it for, like, 20 bucks, I believe. And I'm like, well, I don't have a PS3 anymore, and the X PlayStation 5 does not play uh, PS3 games. Now, the Xbox Series X plays all Xbox titles, which is awesome, fascinating. However, I was never able to get one because my goal was, a year ago to score an X PlayStation 5 and an Xbox Series X. That way I could have best of both worlds. If I wanted to play old school games, I could. You know. Uh, my brother was also looking for one for my nephew, and he goes, oh my god, Ollie, that's fucking expensive. I go, yeah, I know. So, 
Uh, X-Men Origin Wolverine is, is going for almost a hundred to almost nine hundred, yeah, almost a hundred dollars, which is ridiculous for a fucking game. And I'm like, what? There's nothing fascinating about this game. Like, why would somebody want this? I mean, the reason why I wanted it is you guys already know I'm a huge X-Men fan, and I like probably one of the best fucking games I've ever played with X-Men style, besides the uh, X-Men whatever game they came out with. Um, but this one has Logan in it, man. And it was made for X-Men Origins Wolverine, the movie, which didn't do too well. I mean, I'm biased. I'm a Wolverine fan. Still liked it, nevertheless. Didn't love it, but liked it. Loved Logan. Absolutely loved, 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 loved Logan. Saw Logan twice. Cried like a little bitch on my second viewing. And I remember these two gay guys, this uh, couple I was sitting next to. And the guy was like, talking to me. He's like, oh, uh, have you seen the movie? I was like, yeah, my second viewing, actually. He's like, second viewing? I'm like, yeah, I'm so excited. He's like, your second viewing? You must have really liked it. I said, oh, I'm probably going to cry again. And sure enough, sure enough, it gets to the scene where he, he's dying. And I just start kind of fucking dripping. I was like, oh my god. Because it was an end for Hugh Jackman. It was an end for his character. But X1 to X2 to X3. Days of Future Past. Which many didn't like. I mean, I... I I watched, because I watched, and I, it was, I'm a Hexman fan. I, I enjoyed what I enjoyed. And I remember the guy turning to me, it's okay, honey, it's okay to cry. Let it out. And I totally fucking bawled. Like a girl. I didn't like, but I had weep. I had, I had snot. I had a little bit of fucking tears coming out of my eyes. I had good tears. Tears of joy, because it felt so good that this was, I'm getting to see this in my lifetime. But also tears of joy of justice for this character. And... I remember texting Hugh Jackman on Twitter, or tweeting, tweeting at him, and saying, man, just, just saw X-Men Origins, or just saw Logan, the second time, this, this hit me so fucking hard, I'm so grateful I got to see this, and, uh, my girlfriend at the time, Dana, was working in AMC, and she's, yeah, <laughs> and I'm going to the bathroom, and all of a sudden Hugh Jackman tweets at me back, probably like an hour or two later, and, uh, he writes me a nice little fucking thing, you know, it's, uh, you know, I'm so grateful to, for doing this role, uh, I'm grateful to be big for this role, I'm grateful I got to bring this character to life on the screen, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad, it, I'm glad you enjoyed, um, I'm glad you enjoyed the character as much as I, much as I did, you know, bringing the character to life, and, well, there's something in those terms, I think that's exactly what, kind of what he said, and I fucking freaked out, ah, he fucking tweeted at me, he literally went, boom, he fucking, I loved, loved my tweet, and just knowing that Hugh Jackman was that fucking cool to do that, um, it made my night, I was jumping up and down, I was literally at the bar reading it over and over again, I think I took a screenshot of it, and I sent it to a few friends, and they're freaking out, and they're like, holy shit, Hugh Jackman just tweeted at you, it's fucking fucking Hugh Jackman, but it, it meant so much to me, um, because the character means a lot to me, and the character, level-headed, a prick as he is, um, you know, he wants to do well. Leader of the X-Men besides Charles, um, you know, you Wolverine in the X-Men, he's probably one of the most iconic besides Beast, Gambit, Cyclops, Storm, Rogue, uh, Nightcrawler, uh, Magneto, Sabretooth, uh, Juggernaut, Somebody's like waiting for me, but uh, so many fucking good characters. 
uh, you know, Storm Rogue, you know. Uh, Jubilee was meant for the animated series. I looked her up the other day. And I was, my buddy of mine, Trent, sent me a thing for Jubilee, and he was like, what do you think? And I'm like, woo, it's, he's like, I knew X-Men's your favorite. Which is funny, because I now have an X-Men, I have all Wolverine sit behind me, my friends. <laughs> uh, found out that I love Wolverine. They know I love Wolverine, so they're always sending me Wolverine stuff that I love. Because I consider myself an X-Men. You know, but I consider to be... He's my favorite because he's always going through agony. He's always trying to find himself, which he really is. And when his claws come out, he's in agonizing pain. Which, sadly, my condition leaves me in agonizing fucking pain. But I must fight through it daily. Um, so it's hard for, uh, you know, hard for you know Wolverine to go through all that shit and you know be himself and and be this character for the X Men. So, you name it, I probably watched it, and I'm glad I got the game, so hopefully I can rip that. I've been trying to rip it today on the MacBook, which was like, it, it locks up at some fucking point, so I have to, I want to rip it so I can put it in safety, so I have a copy, digital copy of it. So if I ever break the disc, or the disc is no longer, I still have a copy of the game digitally, so I can easily put that on my Steam Deck, or on my computer, so I, it'll never be lost for me. Because I really do not like, and the thing is, Another reason why I'm getting a Steam Deck 2 is I do not like that that fucking Nintendo is... How do you... Biggest fucking company in the world not want to do game, game preservation. You know. And I wish there was a site. I don't know if anybody knows the site. Maybe they can send me a link to uh, where you can buy ROMs legally. I don't want to steal ROMs. To be honest, I really don't. I want to pay the developer. I want to pay the developer to get the ROMs legally. Where they have them either backed up or you're able to buy a digital copy. To where they can go on Steam. To where you can play them on their computer so you can enjoy the emulation of the game. But you love that the fucking child. There's so many good games that I've... I've, I've, I've me and Del Marie were talking about the same thing. And I, I can't wait to sit with her again and, and do the up past midnight. Um, because there's so many games that, you know, we were losing as a culture and a society that brought us back to what was that we loved, you know? For me, it was hard because I didn't get to go outside. I didn't really to do much. So the PS1 and it became kind of my, my serenity, the games, the story. Metal Gear was like my favorite fucking huzzah because I didn't realize you could... These games had voice acting the way that they did. David Hayter, uh, Cam Clark, I got their fucking autograph in my, my thing. I actually, during COVID, I actually spent a little bit of money and got Cam Clark and David Hayter to sign a... Uh, uh, Twin Snakes photo, and they, they signed it, it's addressed to me, and Cam wrote, hey, Ollie, and I'm like, ah, it's up my wall, I took a photo of it, I'm gonna put the Metal Gear, Metal Gear game in it, but like, I'm gonna actually, I'm actually gonna rip that game, I don't know how to fucking do that, rip that game, and then put that on my Steam Deck, because I want to play it one more time, for nostalgia purposes, because I really, really enjoyed Metal Gear, I enjoyed, God, I enjoyed that game so much, and I'm glad I still have a copy of it sitting right there. Yep, sitting right there. Um, I ended up getting it from GameStop, and I, 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 I God, I love that damn game. Loved it so much that I fucking hung on, I hung on to it for this long. So, it's nostalgic to me. Um, I also got Kevin Conroy's autograph, too, which was shocking. So, yep, it's actually his autograph, and he addressed it to me. I didn't tell him the way I am Batman, but apparently he wrote, I am Batman. I'm like, oh, okay, yes, sir. <laughs> So I gotta put that in a frame too. That's super cool. Uh, that would cost me, I believe, seventy bucks for shipping. 
but it was totally worth it because I love Kevin Conroy. Um, you guys can't tell me anything. He's one of my favorite voices of Batman. Um, Mark Hamill, best Joker. Animated, I'm sorry. John DiMaggio, just as good. So many good Jokers and so many good, so many good Bruce Wayne's, but, um, for the animated series, you gotta love Adam West, and you gotta love Burt Ward, and you gotta love everybody who's did all the fun stuff, but man, man, Kevin Conroy, man, oof, Arkham's, the Arkham games were a-okay in my book, <laughs> a-okay in my book, loved them, loved them, loved them, uh, but god, but the whole thing with the Nintendo, just, you know, it's like, let's, Let's make a console that you could take with you. They are going to make a Switch 2. I don't know what the hell they're going to call the new Switch. But they keep Switch Pro, whatever they're going to call it. You know, because now you can get a, a Steam Deck clone or um, an MU Deck or some of those kind of other 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 handheld PCs. But Steam Deck seems like they're doing it right with that. You know, being they are taking a fucking loss on the, the on their inventory and. Where do I think it's going? I don't know. Like, I can't imagine, uh, can't imagine, excuse me, uh, I can't imagine keep paying all these fucking high prices for games, especially with Nintendo, man. Like, yeah, they have Nintendo sale, but there's no fucking reason for a game that has come out three years ago, four years ago, to be at the rate that it is, of $59.99, the full retail price of MSRP, when you can get it on PlayStation for... This twelve box, or you go to GameStop and get it for this price, or you can go to eBay or Amazon and get it for that, you know, uh, really well discounted price. And then Steam, it, putting games on fucking Steam, Steam is even much, much fucking cheaper for developers. Yeah, it kills the developers too, not being able to get a full price, a cut. However, that's an audience that they weren't able to hit that wanted to play the game, and now that audience has a fondness for that developer. Or that crew that built that fucking game and sits there and goes, God, I missed that fucking game. The one game I did buy that I had to get again. <laughs> I now have it. I think I physically own it. I now physically own it for um, for Steam. I never owned it for PlayStation 3 or 4. Is it come on, 3? Yeah, Sleeping Dogs. Fucking loved Sleeping Dogs. Don't know why I enjoyed it so fucking much, but it was so good. So good. Um, ended up buying a game, Bully 2. I didn't get even, ever, never played Bully, but I was told by all my friends, by Rockstar, gotta play Bully, so when you get your Steam Deck, play Bully. Uh, I bought so many good games for Steam Deck, I can't wait to play Horizon Zero Dawn, which all my, I own it for the PS4, all my friends were like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you should have already played it. The problem is, I'm a completionist, and I need to really, now, when I can finally get my Steam Deck, when I finally do, probably in a few months, um... I'll be ready. I'll be ready to have them all there and be able to choose sit in bed and actually just enjoy the game. Um, you know, because I'm a fucking child that I am. But, uh... It, it's, it's weird, you know, that... Uh, Nintendo has... A, I mean, they, they know what the fuck they're doing. But do I feel that they're hurting the community? Yeah, yes. Absolutely. I mean, you... Like I said, to... To sit there and... and, and, and Keep the game at fifty nine ninety nine, knowing damn well. Well, they know damn well we're gonna pay the goddamn price. However, however, yeah, like I said, your your quality it's cool. 
like I said, I like taking I like taking the Switch out and being able to play on the on the fifty five inch, and then like playing Animal Crossing and uh, Cozy Groves, which was like Cozy Cozy Groves. Highly recommend. Don't worry, you're not going to meet again. So I ended up getting it for a cheap price on uh, on uh, when I had a sale for it. But uh, Cozy Groves is like uh, Animal Crossing but with ghosts. It's pretty pretty fun. It's it's cute. It's a good time. It's a little more. Little more interesting than um, than Animal Crossing. I, I must say it's not as uh, it's not as um, colorful, but it has a great uh, idea going forward. So if you haven't looked it up, look up Cozy Grows. Highly recommend it. Uh, Dell recommended it to me, so I was like, all right, I'll get a copy. Of it and we'll talk about it. And then we never really got to do a past midnight because Dell kind of fell in a slump and yada yada. But here we are, here we are. Um, I promise I'll get her to do another one. I just don't know when we'll sit down and do it. Um, but to sit there and, and, and keep that mentality of gamers play on our console, but they'll still, they know how to keep the price. Like, I wanted to play Luigi's Mansion, and this shit's still expensive. Wanted to play this, super inexpensive. Still multi tracks from Mario Kart, it's like 24 bucks. But to enjoy. And now, with Dolphin, to be able to go on Steam Deck, and people are actually taking out shit off their uh, on, um, shit off their Switch and playing it on Steam Deck, and I'm like, wow, is this going to fucking change the landscape of gaming? And at the end of the fucking day, I'm like, it's going to. This is probably going to, if I don't jump on this now... And said, Linus, LTT said the same, Linus said the same thing. He feels, he, he hopes... He hopes there isn't a Steam Deck 2.0 immediately. He hopes the Steam Deck stays out for at least... At least... A couple years before they iterate a new version of it. Just because of the price and the people. Um, and that's okay. Like, if there's a newer version of it, that's cool. But I think it would piss a lot of people off because a lot of people haven't even got their Steam Deck yet. Um... People have pre-ordered way before I have. Uh, Steam Deck came out in February, and I was like, eh, what would I fucking need one of those for? And then I realized, oh my god, look what this thing can do. Look at all the emulation it can do. And I saw Metal Gear on it, and I saw it a couple of the games, and I'm like, god, that'd be so nice to just take a game that I already kind of, like, want to play and take it with me. Like Spider-Man, like, even Sony's getting it on the fucking, on the, in the ordeal. Sony's like, yeah, man, like, let's, uh, Let's do this shit. So God of War Ragnarok, or so God of War's already on there. All the games. So Sony's even learning. Like, oh my God, we need to get shit on 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 PC too because it's not all about hardware. It's all about software. And you know, Don't worry, keeps pushing about it too. She's like, wow, oh, these games are so fucking expensive. It's because the dev, it's dev time and it's marketing. Dev time and marketing. So yeah, yeah. So. But in due time, in due time, I just can't wait to grab everything and, uh, you know, keep you guys in the loop. We're tired, we Oh, my lord. Almost an hour and 30, so it's about under an hour of this podcast. Um, yeah. I don't know what more to say. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I can't wait for the Steam Deck to come out. Can't wait for it. I can't wait. Well, it's already out, but I can't wait to get my, my hands onto it finally. I've been offered some people some money for it, but. I will get my, my budget back for it. Um, 
Yeah. Hopefully the audio sounds good for this one. Uh, if it doesn't, I do apologize. Um, yeah, I, I the last one's a lot longer than what this one was, but I deleted it because it it was good, but it was just the audio was so horrible, and, and you guys don't deserve that. And uh, my podcast is already a piece, piece of shit anyway, and I just do them to do them to have fun and get my mind clear. But um, yeah, I thank you guys for everything you've done for me. I, I thank you for you know just being there and just hit, hitting that fucking play button. Uh, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for fucking being part of this beautiful, beautiful journey of mine, and you just being very, you guys don't realize what it means to be encouraging, how encouraging that is to me to, to, um, know that I have people actually fucking listening, it's nice to actually go on the analytics and actually see how many downloads I've actually gotten, and, uh, it's kind of freaky, really freaky that I speak at work to probably about, um, probably about 18,000 people a day, I shit you not, um, that's on a fucking slow, like a medium to slow day. On a packed, packed, packed day, it's about 54,000. Can you believe that? 54k. Probably. I know in one day alone, I, I bumped into, literally either came in contact or spoken to. Um, in one day, I've spoken to 30,000 people. Should you not? I may have said hello, I may have interacted with them, I know, because I checked the fucking, the count thing that we do at work, and I'm like, did that just say fucking 30,000? And they're like, yeah, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. I literally, like, shook my head, I was like, people think, people think when they, when you walk into a fucking office and they're like, oh, I just dealt with 100 people today, it's like, that's it? Shit, my, my fucking... First two minutes is a hundred people. You know, one one of the vehicles that I, I load is seventy two. Then do the fucking math on that. Every four minutes, I'm I'm loading somebody in. I'm putting somebody out, loading somebody in, taking somebody out. When I used to work at the Terminator, it was seven hundred eight. You know, per show, and there were days we were full fucking shows until five o'clock. You know, we started loading. It was. First show's full, second show's full, you know, third show's full, fourth show, uh, mid, you know, so you'd be fucking boom, 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 you know, talking to people. And, um, I cannot believe how many people give me a fucking chance, you know. And I want to apologize in the beginning, but I, I really wanted to speak about what's been going on. I felt, uh, if I didn't speak about it, it would stay up here. I didn't want it up there. You know, and you may disagree with it. You may agree with it. Uh, teach, teach your own. You know, and I know this wasn't this podcast is not what it's really about, but this is me speaking my mind and logging my brains out, and 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 knowing that this is going to affect all of us in a certain way. And you know, we need to encourage. We need to show love. We need to make sure we're not forgetting ourselves. You know. We, it becomes so simple to forget ourselves. You know, we get lost in such of the monotony of uh, media, and and, and uh, we we forget we forget what's going on really around our ourselves. Um, like I said this is not just a, a woman problem, a man problem. This is an us problem. I know many will no no no. This is a woman problem. Yes, it is. 
However, we are the next in line. The old saying my father told me uh, recently, about a, about a year ago, um, and I found it funny. My dad was going to the uh, Albany International Airport, where I'm from, over in upstate New York. So for those who don't know, New York City is not the capital of New York. Albany, New York is the capital of New York. That's where the governor stays. That's where all the shit goes down, where the legislation goes down. Um, you may not like Albany, but best fucking pizza there. And then the city is a city. So, uh, you know, there's always massive fucking protests about immigration and blah, 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 and taxes. New York is fucked up. Like, it is fucked. Like, it is, like, commercial real estate and whatever. Like, I got friends that are real estate agents up there and shit like that who live in the city. People who live in upstate. My family lives in upstate. Um, I got friends who live in Toronto. I've got, you know, whatever, whatever. But my dad, anyway, to make a fucking long story short, my dad was, uh, um, they were fucking saying something about, uh, Middle Eastern people, like, Afghani people fucking being and coming into the country, taking all the benefits, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, speaking about fucking Middle Eastern immigration from Syria and, you know, Dubai and all this shit, you know, and we should fucking kick them out. They should not be taking our fucking rights, yada, 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 all this fucking immigration bullshit. So my dad's there and they're bringing coffee to all these fucking people. You know, my dad goes in to like, to, to preach, you know, you can't be fucking hating on these people. Like, you know, as I look, may look white, but I am, I am half Middle Eastern. <laughs> like, you know, my mother is... Dutch German, my father is, at least you can see my fucking eyebrows, look how thick these fucking eyebrows are, look how thick these eyebrows are, uh, my fucking, look at my hair on my arm, <laughs> you know, um, uh, but dad's sitting there, and all of a sudden, they go to like, you know, to fucking, you know, to not pick it, but to, just pre to preach, you know, you can't do this, this, this is whatever, you know, this is against, you know, whatever, and... They had people from the mosque there, for, you know, local mosque, and all of a sudden, my dad gets there, you know, he's fucking, you know, I'm gonna go bring these guys some fucking, you know, donuts and coffee, whatever, you know, just support the fucking, the movement of what's going on, we're, we're talking about immigration here, this is wrong, we're, we're telling people this is America, and yet we're telling them not to come here, and, you know, people are trying to do the right thing, and, and do the paperwork out, and people are, you know, outside, you know, Americans are outside going, no, get the fuck out of our country, you don't deserve our rights, and, excuse me, how the fuck did you get, how the fuck did your ancestors get in this country? But yes, they probably came over illegally, and then they applied for the proper legal documentation. Don't believe me? You might want to ask your fucking great-grandmother, you're stuck, and tell me that's how it happens. A friend of mine, at work, when all this immigration was going on, a couple years ago again, his mother, many years ago, had to come in illegally. They had no choice. Um, she was brought in by a mule. A couple of mules, you know, you'll, you pay somebody to get you over the fucking border. Uh, and they didn't have the, the money, they didn't have the financing. And some people would fucking say that that's hor horrific, why would you do such a thing? Um, well, that's the way shit is. You don't have the money to, and you want a better fucking life, and this and this and this, but you don't have the financing to do it. Well, his mother ended up, months later, they had no place to fucking stay. Uh, they had to go sleep in a fucking thing, like a shed thing, and then they had to go, um, you know, go get all the documentation, with the, you know, the immigration office, and she could have been deported, you know, but they didn't deport her. 
She followed all the fucking proper documentation, had to do all the, you know, put your fucking hand on your heart once you finally become an American citizen. My dad told me this all the time, you know, when he became an American citizen, and it says, you know, do you promise to fucking uphold the United States Constitution? And he said, yeah, I do. You renounce your fucking citizenship to your country. Yeah, I do. You know, are you now, you're now an American citizen? You know. But I'm, I'm getting to the point of all this shit. So people are like, just fucking get to the point. Um, anyway, so my dad's there. You know, he gets there. And there's people from fucking uh, the temple, the churches, mosque. Fucking everybody in your grandmother had to be there. All these religious groups got to be there. People from fucking um, Haiti, people from this church, this denomination, that denomination, what have you. And my dad goes, you know, what the fuck are you guys doing? And it kind of like, what are you guys doing here? This has something to do with you guys. You know, and this rabbi comes up to my father and says, beautiful fucking words, which I, I, I kind of hold dear to myself too. And my dad, my dad kind of had to look at it the way the rabbi said it, which was, uh, uh, today, t- today it's you, tomorrow it's us. Today it's you, tomorrow it's us. Break that shit down. And for every girl, woman out there saying, saying it's about you, yes, today it is you. Today, tomorrow, it's the interracial couple. The next day, it's the gay couple. The day after that, it's anybody with a disability. Which there are plenty fucking of. After that, anybody who's left-handed. Because apparently there's only 12%. How terrifying is that? Then, it's all the blacks. It's all the Jews. Anybody who's Middle Eastern. Anybody who is mixed race. Tell me that's not fucking terrifying. Tell me that is not terrifying. And I know we're in this plateau. But today it's you. Tomorrow it is us. Hmm. That is a terrifying fucking notion. But a beautiful notion. That we all must be in this together. It is not just women we are fighting for. We are fighting for a fucking better tomorrow. We are fighting to go forward, not in reverse. And I get it, women are fucking pissed off. But again, ladies and gentlemen, when they get up here, when they get up here and you're taking that home to your family, your loved one, the person you fucking would die for, and it is harming you mentally or physically, you need to stop and take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. And get all this clear. It's like going up fucking stairs. Go to work, you go up the stairs. Get angrier, 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 angrier. The minute you go home, all that anger has to subside. Because the only thing it's going to do is cause more drama, heart attack, stress, 
It's going to cause your loved ones to feel the same way. And you don't need to bring that home to anyone or project that onto anyone. This world has enough pain in it. But I, I, I love that notion that that guy told that rabbi told my father. My dad literally sat there and went, Motherfucker, you're right. Everybody sat there and looked at my father and he goes, You guys have no, nothing to do with this movement. You, it's not, they're not harming you. <laughs> they're not harming you. <laughs> and my dad totally was so fucking blindsided. So blindsided by what, you know. And I sat there and went, Today it's you, tomorrow it's us. Yeah. Like I said. Women's rights, then men's fucking rights. Every man has to get his get an uh vasectomy. Which every girl's like, get a vasectomy, get a vasectomy. It's like, no. The girls, we would say no. We would say no. Guys would say no. Okay. Every left-handed person now has to be right-handed. It's illegal to use your left hand. Did you guys know in a Middle Eastern culture that this is dirty? Because you wipe your ass with your left hand? Isn't that fucking fascinating? What I'm telling you right now. <laughs> so, as much as we want to say it's one thing going on right now, like I said, it's not a her problem. It's not a him problem. It's an us problem. It is an us problem. That we all need to deal with. Together. And people need to realize that. But like I said, when you... No matter how hurtful you are, how hurt you are, please don't take that home. My word of advice to all of you guys, you, can, you guys can fucking turn this podcast off right now. But my word of advice to everybody, like lately, because I've, I've been through anger management training. I was court-ordered. And I've spoken about my, my finding myself and, and understanding who I was. And what this podcast has really done for me, mentally. And many, many have forgotten um, how to deal with that. And, and, and the minute you find out what's going on up here, and you find out who this is, what's in here, no one can touch that. You know. And I find it very fascinating. Many forget who they are. It takes money forever to find out who the fuck they are. It took me years to find out who this was. As I told my, my brothers, you know, uh, you know, there's nothing you can say to me that wouldn't hurt me. My father's already done that. You know. Do I respect my father? Yes. Do I love my father? Of course. He probably gave me life. I, I, I you know, I beat the million in one fucking shot, but you know, I flew out of the fucking, came out of the testicles, shot up dick, made it into the uterus, fertilized the egg. Almost didn't make conception. Boom, here I am. Born one pound, two ounces. Here I am at the age of fucking 36. Talking to you. 
and there's not a fucking day that I take for granted. Legit, I get up and I fucking smile. And don't get me wrong, I am very fucking depressed in days. I am very upset with myself in days. I very much think about where I've come from. I never thought I'd be doing this, starting a fucking company, going into fucking debt, uh, going for my driver's license, talking about abortion, talking about our fucking human rights. Yeah, future me is going to be like, holy fuck, kid. <laughs> future me is going to be fucking, you know. <laughs> it's already hard to watch like previous podcasts with me in it because it's just like ah, okay. But to know how far I've come, when somebody tells me, "What have you done?" I check out a lot. What what have you done? What have you done? You didn't have a kid. Didn't need to. Didn't want to. This time I don't feel like I need to get married. I, 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 to be honest, I don't feel, I was already in arranged marriage by when I was 15, you know, supposed to marry some Afghani chick, uh, had to kind of fight with that one, now you know, um, you know, what have you done, what have I done, I survived, I've learned, I've loved, People always hold that against you. Always put that there. What have you done? Because you haven't done something on their level, they always ask you, what have you done? You know, and remember, you don't need to prove yourself. You don't need to prove your worth to them. Because everybody's worth is different. What are you worth today? What are you worth tomorrow? Are you a parent? Are you a son? The fact that we won the fucking genetic lottery to be here in this moment, to form a thought, to be a being in this moment, pretty fucking interesting. Pretty fucking interesting. What have you done? I'm living, goddammit. That's what I'm doing. Just because I haven't created life yet. Doesn't mean I have to. I think many forget that also. Is everybody feels like they need to follow the the the, the uh, instruction manual. There is no instruction manual to life. Many don't want to conceive. Many don't need to get married. Many don't want a relationship. We've cracked the code. This is life. This is life. Fascinating, isn't it? <sighs> I flinched. My legs jumped. Ah, that's one. Oh, that was my leg. My leg jumped. Sorry, I spooked everybody. Watching the video, I did whoop. But we are in a fascinating fucking time. We will get through this, and I will end it with uh, 
No fate. No fate. The future is not set. The future is not set. We don't know. So keep positive. Keep humble. Love everyone around you. For the love of God. For the love of God, I'm not even, I'm not even religious, man. For the love of whatever deity you fucking follow or thing you follow, man. Try to spread some positivity. That's all I can say, man. It's been a, it's been a wild ride, and I cannot, cannot imagine doing this without all of you who've listened, who've clicked that fucking play button. It means the world to me. Days I'm at work and I, 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 uh, sit there, I stand there, very, very humble, very exhausted, wondering about my future. Did I choose the right path? What the fuck am I doing with my life? I'm 36, second guessing myself, and then seeing others who are younger than me thinking. Is this it? This is what I'll be doing all my life. And having to sit there with them and encourage them to start a podcast, start an idea, learn a skill, do something new. This job that we're doing is just paying for the hobby, the license, the um, certification for you to go off and do something new. It's interesting. It's interesting fucking time. Can't believe I made it this far. Episode one fucking hundred with you guys. Can't tell you how surreal this is for me. Like for real, you guys don't have no fucking clue. All the years of me fucking doing this and no one stepping in my fucking way or uh, a lot of second guessing, a lot of months without doing it. Going and being in a relationship, being out of a fucking relationship now, um, doing it in my closet office, like, all my fucking 3D printers or two printers were in there, and my sewing machine, and all that shit, and, you know, just fucking learning this skill that no one taught me, fucking, and then, like, thinking I fucked my life up with this, you know, thing called debt, and realizing, you know, um, you know, that's not the end of the fucking world. People put that on you and like it's like the end of the world, but it's not. And then having a friend who becomes your brother and fucking makes you a logo and tells you to go for it and everybody tells you to go for it, go for it, go for it. And then have people question you about some what have you done with your life and you're sitting there going Shoulda, woulda, coulda, but didn't. And I told my mom that a couple years ago. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, but didn't. She always told me I had small head, big ideas. Small head, big ideas. It's true. But you have to get your ideas out somewhere. Everything started from nothing. Your parents decided to fuck, and there you, and there you were. So, <laughs> something made them horny. <laughs> um... 
the fucking surreal moment for, for me, Reds, for real. This is a surreal moment for me. Once I publish this tonight or tomorrow, uh, it'll be official. Episode 100 in the books, and I don't even know how to take it. In the next coming months, I'll be further along in life. Life will change. All this past topics, uh, Dolan Void or previous Ali was naive. It's fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. Terrifying. So, Ali, note for you, motherfucker. This is future you. You're gonna be okay, man. You did it. You got here. When you sat at work, and you, uh, second-guessed yourself, and you judged yourself, and you almost wanted to fucking give up. Everybody told you to give up. You just kept going. And for all those that encouraged you and pushed you forward, don't forget them. You stay humble. Stay humble, be true to yourself, keep doing what you're doing. This is going to be weird if I have to watch this back in the future. Oh, your long ass hair too, man. <laughs> this is two years of growth. Got to get donated pretty soon. You did it, brother. You did it. All those nights of loneliness and you wondering where you'd be. You did it. You did it. Now on to the next. Yeah. Keep going, brother. Don't give up. Just keep doing what you gotta do, brother. Keep pushing hard. And you got this. It's funny, everybody asks you, what would you say to your former self? And, uh, what would you change? You think I would have fucking told myself, but you don't have that option. The best thing I can tell myself now is to just stay humble. Stay humble. Try not to tire yourself out. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. Just keep moving forward. It's going to be rough, but um, just remember you, you've gotten this far. And uh, be proud of everything you've done. You've learned so fucking much. Keep learning. Keep moving. <sighs> On to the next one, brother. Keep an open mind. Have a good one, guys. Thank you for everything you guys have done for me. I appreciate it. See ya.